Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whether your business needs cars, vans or larger commercial vehicles, you can rent from the best lineup in the UK with Enterprise. And with flexible long-term rental, you can get vehicles for as long as you need them, from minutes to months. Whatever the mission, Enterprise's mobility experts can build a bespoke solution to suit your business needs. Visit enterprise.co.uk forward slash business to find out more. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, happy Saturday. And welcome to another Andy Goldstein TalkSport Euro Daily podcast with me, your host, Andy Goldstein. And where else can we start? But of course, with the game at Wembley last night, where it all ended boringly with a draw between England and Scotland. Still, pretty big result for the Scots. We'll hear what TalkSport's Euro pundit Jose Mourinho made of the game. Both managers, Gareth Southgate and Steve Clark, spoke to us after the dust settled. And me and the fun boy, Jason Cundy, took your calls on a busy night of Euro sports bar action straight after the final whistle. It's a big, big point for Scotland. It's a night of immense frustration for England. One shot on target. They simply didn't do themselves justice. A very disappointing performance that will be dissected at length. It's the Scots that celebrate. Harry Kane's not been in either game, actually. For me, he, he would rather be higher up and be fed all day long and, you mm. know, in and around the goal, peppering the goal and getting his goals off. In the past, we've struggled when teams have sat back and mm. said, what you are going to do and deny us the space in behind? And this was another one of those nights, Sol, where they, mm. where the opposition said, look, we're sitting in a 5-3-2, you have it in front of us. We turned them round on the odd occasion with a give and go, but not often enough. In these type of games, you've got to impose yourselves and, and make something happen. If it's not your night, make it your night. When you look at Scotland, they defended well, they set up stall, they, they had a you know really good game plan about them, they had a couple of chances. Um, and, you know, they could, they could be proud of themselves. You know, Scotland really turned up and played really well. Gareth, how frustrating was that as a performance? Well, it was a very difficult game. Um, I think we know that we need to perform better. We also know that Scotland, both with the ball, played well and defended really resiliently, made it very difficult for us. So, um, in the end, it's the sort of game that you can push and lose discipline and end up losing the game. And in a tournament, although the desire is to win the game because of who the opposition is as well, and it you know it means there's an even bigger reaction externally by not winning um, we had to hold our nerve and make sure that minimum you take a point we're on four points and in terms of qualification that's important how prepared are the team for that because there's been a lot of positivity around them in this tournament so far but already I've seen on social media all the criticism and the pile on on happening about that performance yeah look I understand that as the manager and that should be directed at me you know it's it's up to me to to uh, get the results the players we've got to get behind you know everybody's got to get behind them there uh, there are a lot of young players there 
Um, they're still in a good position to qualify in this tournament. So we understand this is a game that means so much to everybody and when you don't win it, the, the reaction is going to be even bigger. Derby matches are always like that. Um, but direct that at me. Let's get behind the team. Um, we'll, we'll make sure that we get them ready for the next game. And we know we've got to improve that performance. Five attacking from the edge of the penalty area. Foden makes a darting run from outside the six-yard box. Trying to create space. It's hit the post. The ball flashed inside the penalty area. And it just came back of the right-hand post. Scotland survived. Millimetres again, though. It's those kind of small margins that, that make the difference. We all know that. Yeah, of course. And if you score early, the whole game changes. Um, but, look, equally, our goalkeeper made some good saves. And, um, you, you know, we weren't um, completely watertight at the back. Um, I think our two centre-backs actually did well. It was a different sort of a challenge for them and they, they stood up to that. They've got a clean sheet and that clean sheet is really important for us tonight. John McGinn gets his foot to it, sends it clear and there is the full-time whistle. Scotland have taken a point from England at Wembley. A heroic performance from Steve Clark's boys. The knockout dream is still alive. Absolutely, to a man, magnificent. One of the best Scotland performances I've seen for years. The quality in there, the individual performances, the, the team spirit, but that willingness not to get beat today. Congratulations, Steve. I mean, you must be delighted with that performance. Your captain, though, said it should have been a win. We had chances to win it. England had one or two chances as well, to be fair. Listen, we came here to give ourselves a chance to qualify out of the group. To do that, we had to get a point or three points. So we've managed to get a point. It gives us a chance going into the, the last game at Hamden against Croatia to qualify out the group, which would be a historic moment for the Scottish men's national team. Does this feel like a historic moment, getting a point against England, goalless at, at Wembley? The, the Tartan Army certainly felt like it. No, it was nice. It was nice to be here. It was nice to be in the stadium with a crowd in. It would have been better with a full house, but the Tartan Army were noisy enough. We deserved a little bit more out of the last game we played. We got unfairly criticised for that. I think it was a little bit over the top. But this team's been improving for the last 18 months and they're still improving and they're going to get better and better. Did that give you a little bit of fire in the belly, the criticism that you received? You don't need fire in the belly when it's Scotland, England. It's there, it's there anyway. Jose, it's great to have you back as well. <laughs> you sensed when you talked to us beforehand about Steve Clark. I'm going to talk about Scotland first of all and his team did him proud tonight. I think they were amazing. Tierney, Gilmer and Adams, they didn't play the last match. Uh, they made the difference. Mm-hmm. I believe that um, the fact that they play again with five in the back, but Scott McTominay is a midfield player. He can build. Tierney is a left back. He can build. Anley is, in my opinion, much more comfortable playing in the middle than on the right. So the back three was solid, but at the same time, they had more possession, they were more fluid with the ball. The kid Gilmer in midfield, he made the difference. He was fantastic, he was always moving, he was always showing himself. He wanted the ball, he was turning under pressure. He linked the game much, much better. McGinn was in a position where uh, he could be a little bit higher. And the two strikers, they work like absolutely incredible. Then it goes to the edge of the box for Rhys James. A chance for England and Rhys James has blazed it from the edge of the box. They waited for their moment, they found it and James couldn't take advantage. I feel that the intention of Garrett was correct in the sense of a left-footed, pure left-footed uh, left-back like Luke Shaw 
and an offensive player like James, they, they, the intention was, I want them really to go. But in reality, I just remember James uh, reaching the edge of the box and eating a shot when Harry Kane made him a, a nice pass from the left. I remember just Luke Shaw um, trying to score with outside left foot also inside of the box. But I didn't see any cross from them. I didn't see any progression. I didn't see any overlapping. I think they were fine. They didn't make any defensive mistake. They were cautious. They were positional. But they should give a little bit more. And and what was so good against Croatia, um, the double pivot, if you want to call that way, uh, Rice and Phillips, um, uh, tonight in I would say if England needed to win this match, I think Phillips would be out, uh, like minute 60, 65, and then England would go with a little bit more creativity. Yeah. But again, I think was the pragmatism of, of the result was, let's say, the fear of losing it that that kept them on the pitch, kept the clean sheet, mm -hmm. like, like Mings was was saying was yeah. was good for them and in the end if they don't read press tomorrow and they focus on we have four points we are qualified we are going to beat Czech Republic probably was not as bad as our feelings are it's coming home it's coming football's coming home it's coming home it's coming home it's coming Football's coming home. In 90 minutes, had one shot on target. Scotland had two. Uh, England had nine shots in total. Scotland had 11. Let that sink in. Uh, just remind everyone what I said to you when we needed to make substitutions. Firstly, about Jack Grealish. I said at half-time, I said he won't come on second half to begin with. And he didn't. We had to wait to the 63rd minute. I also said to you, when Jack Grealish comes on, he won't take Raheem Sterling off, who was mm. appalling. Everyone was appalling. I'm not going to pick on Raheem Sterling. Mm. But didn't play well. And he left him on. Took Phil Foden off. Again, another poor decision. We don't have anything more than a, a plan A at best. I just There's so many people have told me we're going to do well. We're going to win it. We're going to get into the latter stage. We might. We still the, might. The, no, 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 no. Come on. This is England against the third worst team in the competition and we couldn't break them down. And I don't buy the fact that they had so many players. Behind. Yes, they did. Other teams do that. We're meant to be better than this. We just didn't have a game plan. Scotland deserve all the credit because they came with a game plan, as I said, and their game plan was to stop us getting in behind, was to stop us with the pace of the likes of Rashford and trying to get Foden and Mount to get in beyond, and they and they nullified that. There was a couple of times Sterling got in, the ball's from Mount in the first half, two I can remember in the whole 90 minutes. I can't deny we were disappointing. Um, it's not what I wanted to see. We don't have... We seem to run out of ideas quite quickly, and you can see the way that the back line were passing the ball backwards, sideways, forward half a yard, backwards, sideways, that we don't really know how to break them down. We did. We had... There was a lack of know-how to break teams down. Let's speak to Auburn, who joins us now. Hello, Auburn. Kundi, what's your note on that game? I've lost them. I'm not surprised. Yeah. My note is Southgate goes tonight. 
Well, you know that won't happen, Alban, don't you? It's a ridiculous thing to say, Alban. It's a ridiculous thing to say, but why is he even at this tournament? You've defended him after the first game. I listen to you all the time. You've defended him after the first game. They've scraped through a 1-0 win against Croatia. But tonight, he has been conservative. He would avoid anything other than getting beat tonight. I mean, there's no point phone up saying sack him. It's not going to happen. I just think a certain amount of fans have false potential of how good England actually are. They seem really happy with these couple of clean sheets, but I, I think there's ways of getting clean sheets. And I think the way we're doing it is it's just by playing very negative, sideways, back-passing football. Oh, dear. Where do I start? Scotland. They are the third worst side in the competition. And quite honestly, how many of them players would get in the top... 12 teams in the Premiership. Got Robertson one. None of the rest are no good. Delighted with the score. We've played pretty steady um, without being too scary, I don't think, for England. If I'm being real about it, I thought we had our chances. A draw wasn't the worst result in the world. I'm a Sunderland fan, but Graham Jones is turning Newcastle around, so maybe put him in charge. Yeah, believe it or not, there were other matches at the Euros on Friday. Sweden meets Slovakia 1-0. And in England's group, Croatia and the Czech Republic drew 1-0. Both of those games, obviously, were live on the TalkSport network. Now, away from the Euros, Spurs have ruled out another possible manager, as Gattuso won't be taking over in North London. Crystal Palace winger Andros Townsend joined Natalie Sawyer and Perry Groves on the Euro Game Day Live, and he thinks they should just stick with Ryan Mason. Wow. If you was going to get a top manager in, fair enough, with Ten Hag, Pochettino, Conte, but after Conte turned it down, it was clear nobody wanted the job. So if nobody wants a job, give it to a man Ryan Mason who dealt with everything well under the circumstances dealt with all the ESL fallout the Harry Kane fallout fronted that on his own ended the season well with Spurs got him into Europe-ish mm-hmm. um, so I think he deserves a fair crack at it and hopefully that Daniel Levy does look into that and then see if Ryan can get that, another go at it next season Andrew, is that really where Spurs have come to to give it to Ryan Mason a completely unproven manager at the top level. But what had Arteta done before he went to Arsenal? I, I was, I agree with you because okay. I thought we should have got Carlo Ancelotti. Yeah, but he was, he was his assistant. Yeah. The thing is, what? when you're Guardiola's yeah. assistant, right, I always say, really the number two, which you know is, you take a few training sessions, you don't make any big decisions, your balls, boobs and cones and you're a player's mate. So at the time, I agree with you, I thought we should have got Ancelotti. Yeah. Spurs, by the way, they kick off pre- their first pre-season game a month tomorrow but this, this is my point give, give it Mason a guy who's proven towards the back end of the season he can handle things on and off the pitch so why not give him a year see what he can do and then reassess and hope, hopefully those names you spoke about would be interested in taking the job because it's clearly if you're going down to, to Gattuso there's clearly nothing else out there well that's it for another Andy Goldstein TalkSport Euro Daily Podcast with me Andy Goldstein thanks for listening on the TalkSport app or wherever you get your podcast from there are, of course, more games coming up today. Some biggies as well. 2pm live commentary on TalkSport of Hungary against France. Then I think the biggest one of the day at 5pm, also on TalkSport, sees Portugal take on Germany. And then at 8pm, still on TalkSport, Spain take on Poland. There will, of course, be another one of these Andy Goldstein TalkSport Euro Daily podcasts out first thing tomorrow morning. Yeah, seven days a week, would you believe? Until then, thanks for listening. Have a great day. And above all, be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from TalkSport.
The TalkSport Daily podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whatever your mission, home or away, don't delay. Enterprise has the vehicle for the job. Rent from the best lineup in the UK. With over 450 branches, Enterprise has what your business needs. From compact three-door cars to spacious SUVs and people carriers to vans, they offer a large range of reliable vehicles perfect for the job. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum.